Clap I'm not arguing. Go. Right. We can do it. You guys ready? Yeah, clap right. once there's some silence. Once there's three solid seconds of silence, you can clap. As soon... <laughs> I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> yeah, you're you're, 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 you're going to take you 10 minutes. No, no I'm good. Let's start the episode while he's not here. <laughs> let's start the episode. Go ahead. <laughs> you can just keep going from here. Do you need a... Do you need a... No. Should I do a intro back in or... takes the show where we see a movie don't talk about the movie come to the microphone talk about the movie unpack the movie give the nice christmas present to a young boy or girl open it for them because they can't handle it themselves and then we both talk about the present we cheated this a is a lot. little bit of a weird one this is a weird one because we saw a netflix movie uh, a very stealthily interestingly released netflix movie called the Cloverfield Paradox. This is the third movie in the trilogy third, yes. of movies. Is it? Would we consider like it's a series uh, of movies? I don't know if it's a trilogy, but there's three. There's three, three. exist. Uh, before this, there was uh, Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. And now the Cloverfield. And this Paradox. is a. This one takes place in the space. I'm joined by Mike Burge. Oh, I was gonna like pop in as a surprise. You're, and I've been here the whole time. And like you're, a you're paradox. Robert, you're Robert Anderson. I'm Robert Anderson. I talk about the movies. I'm also joined by Jack Kolodziejski, who also hey. talks about the movies. Sometimes, not this one. I'm uh, just gonna sit in. That's that's probably right. Uh, what did you guys think of the Cloverfield Paradox, Mike? <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't want to steal. Your thunder. No, I have no thunder. You have no thunder for the movie? Zero thunder. Jack actually did fall asleep on the couch. Well, Jack is the one that's... No, I fell asleep after the movie because you guys wanted to go smoke. Well. It's a hell of a drug. You give me ten minutes, I'm going to take it. It was ten minutes? You think we're outside for ten minutes? Jack obviously has something he wants to talk about, so I'll just let him... Well, you know, I just feel excluded. Oh, well, you don't want to be in on that shit. You can start smoking cigarettes whenever you want. I guess I could. They're uh, they're good for you. Yeah, no, they're bad for me. I mean, that's the one thing. <laughs> they're bad for everybody. People that smoke cigarettes don't care if you don't. It's, it seems more like the people that don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, but I don't, want to go out, of... I don't want to go outside. Oh, you want to get the fresh air? Yeah, the fresh air. And then you mix it. But I'm standing next to you guys smoking. Yeah, yeah, but the fre- it's not like the fresh air is not there. It's kind of like a paradox. <laughs> this movie's bad. I thought the Cloverfield Paradox was. I did not like this movie. It's you could say it's also bad. I did not like it. You know how you have five senses. Which ones? Uh, are and that again? sight and sound. Sight and sound are two. Are two, and that those are the ones that primarily films try to connect with with yeah. an audience. Like, oh, it's what you see. It's what you hear. To Try and make you understand what's going on. Engage with the film, yeah. 
This movie does not do that. Well, it has sights and sounds. It doesn't do it very well. It's more like uh, it taps into other senses, like uh, the sense of like the heart. That's not where you go. This is Uh not a. This is not a good thing that I'm watching. Mm -hmm. Uh And then it also taps into a a, a well-known sense, the sense of smell. Oh, where the entire time you're watching it, you're going. This stinks. This might be a little also, bit the sense of seeing dead people. The, the six, sixth, the sense. sixth there's, sense. There's no real uh, joke there. No, Jack. No, finish, no, Jack. Uh, finish your the bit. Sixth Sense is a movie that's also, I don't think, very good. Oh, I think the Sixth Sense isn't good. You don't think that's a good movie? No, I haven't you don't seen think it. The Sixth Sense is a good movie. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. That's a pretty good movie. Has never made a good movie. Oh, well, uh, Split was pretty good. No, I actually really enjoyed I Split. Think Split's yeah. a very good movie. We've had conversations uh, also about Unbreakable, and I know Jack, you have seen Unbreakable. Boring. And you consider it a uh, boring, boring movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Sixth Sense, I think, is pretty good. I think Signs is like a lot of fun. It's a little fucking silly. Even the Village is like pretty fucking cool. <laughs> village, I don't like. No, 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 like, that's fine. No, that's okay. Coming to bat for the Village. You don't yeah. need. No, no, no. I'm not going to tell you that. The Village is a good movie. No. I'm going to just tell you that. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, it's interesting. They, I didn't see The Village when it first came out. I watched The Village for the first time probably about three or four years ago. I finally oh, okay. tried. Like, a lot of my friends told me, like, ah, hey, you should at least check it out if you're into M. Night's earlier stuff before, like, he was really getting sucked into the Hollywood zeitgeist. And yeah. I watched The Village and I was just like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. It's entertaining for one watch but like it's one of the one of his big things is like once you watch it and it it ends like you don't you never want to watch it you don't want to watch it you can't get that hour and a half with the exception of unbreakable (laughs) which you can watch time and time so the point of bringing up the sixth sense was to demonstrate how kind mike is to even bad movies and even mike is saying that this movie is not good well i don't think that that's fair because the sixth sense actually (laughs) isn't a good movie People like The Sixth Sense. You just said The Sixth Sense isn't a good movie. It's a paradox. Yeah, okay. Uh, Let's talk about our engagements with Cloverfield Past. I have seen the first Cloverfield movie. I like it a lot. I think it's uh, very interesting. It's pretty neat. Kind of came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. It was kind of, um, I don't want to say first of its time, but it was doing something with the monster movie genre and the found footage genre, doing it in real time, all... Being from the perspective of T.J. Miller's character, uh, all that stuff really worked when that movie came out, and it I think surprised a lot of people, and it almost had like a a Blair Witch Project vibe, where you know people were getting sick seeing the movie because they just hadn't seen something like that on the screen before, the, like the found footage thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. But uh, I haven't seen Ten Cloverfield Lane, so that's this is where I kind of step back. So I would say I think the first Cloverfield movie is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more interesting than the movie itself is kind of all the viral marketing that they did around Cloverfield. Yes. Um, all that stuff with, uh, what do they call the soda company? Slurpo. Slurpo, yeah. All that stuff is really neat. I think there's a lot, there was a lot of um, potential to Paradox. Uh, paradox. There was a lot, of, there was a lot of potential to Paradox. Yes. But there was a lot of potential to the first Cloverfield movie setting up all that alternate um ARG, like, all that, like, universe building kind of stuff with that stuff. And then 10 Cloverfield Lane, which we could talk more about this, but 
wasn't originally a Cloverfield movie, but became a Cloverfield movie. I think that's just genuinely a good movie. I think yeah. that's like genuinely a really solid movie um, with really strong acting and it's well well written and and, uh, and all that. But uh, the first Cloverfield? No, no. Ten Cloverfield. Ten, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> ten, no. The, 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 I think I the like, first Cloverfield like, is think, neat. I think it's neat. It's a yeah. It's a but in Ten Cloverfield Lane is actually a very good very character. Good movie. Yes, I agree. Yes. At first, I thought you were saying no, no, that no. the characters in the first one, no, 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 were no. pretty cool. Uh, no, they were fine. They were fine for like the found footage because like for a found footage movie, it doesn't need to be super strong performances because the camera's like shaking all over the place anyway. So yeah. it doesn't matter. But um, it's neat. It was neat, like the phenomenon around that movie, and then I, the movie, up. the yeah. movie itself was like cool, but not you know mind blowing, but interesting. It was neat. I um, I, re- I think the first one's the, the hell of a fucking fun found footage movie. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of found footage movies that push anything beyond like the idea. That it's like, ooh, I'm seeing this because it happened. Right. Right. Cloverfield like has a a sensation to it. Well, and that's because yes. I think of the ARG stuff that went on around it because it it's a found footage movie that they put they built a lot of context around mm-hmm. and then dropped the like oh here's the found footage of what happened in New York City and then it seemed to have so much promise of other movies in that kind of universe expanding on that initial premise and then Ten Cloverfield Lane kind of did that in a way that it sort of just took a different movie and then tacked on the Cloverfield stuff. And then right, with, this movie is probably is something doing, we should talk about. We should talk about that more in depth. Yeah, like, because go we, ahead, we understand take it away. That. Yeah, 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 take it away, take it away. Oh, just like uh, the they came out with Cloverfield and uh, Matt JJ Abrams, yeah, JJ Abrams, like created the mystery box thing yes. that he does, and they create this. They created one like the best marketing campaigns around a mystery movie that they ever have, and yeah. they released Cloverfield, and it was like. Boom, boom, ba, nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that was back in what, 2007 or 8, probably. Yeah, like, well, there's pretty big. And 10 Cloverfield Lane just came out two uh, years ago. Uh, okay. So there's a big gap. Th- this thing was movies. lying dormant. Mm-hmm. And what happened with uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, as far as I'm aware, it was, it was set to be a movie called like The Bunker or something like that or like Deep Down. It, yeah. Something that has to do with it being a bunker. And uh, production was falling apart. And so uh, Paramount came in and said like, we're going to make this a Cloverfield movie so that we can sell it. Yeah. And so it was this little tiny indie movie and per- and production was falling apart. Nothing could get done correctly. Mm-hmm. They weren't meeting deadline. They were going over budgets, stuff like that. Paramount comes in, they go, all right, we're going to make this a Cloverfield movie. So they go to the director and everybody and they go, do this, this and that to make it a Cloverfield movie. Goodbye. Yeah. Which really like is not that much. It's not that much. No. Yeah. And like, especially with 10 Cloverfield Lane, they, they go in and they just do like these little tiny things. More that, or less like the last 10 Like 10 minutes. Cloverfield Lane to not spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen it. Doesn't have anything to do with Cloverfield. In my opinion, it never directly links up to any of the events that happen in the, the original film. Directly. They make allusions to being in the same universe or possibly like they're essentially it's kind of like two different episodes of like a Twilight Zone movie series where yeah. 
Yeah, I guess they could. Like, everybody says all of Black Mirror, like, there's little links in between yes. the episodes. But they don't take... That's just, like, Easter eggs. They don't actually take place in the same universe because all of that technology, none of it none of it translates into other episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, in one episode where they're dealing with a memory technology... That doesn't play into another episode where they talk about memory technology in a different way. And it yeah. seems to all take place at the same time. I think 10 Cloverfield Lane and Cloverfield are more just like they're two different stories that uh, happen to have like abnormal supernatural elements to them. I think if you wanted to string it together, you could definitely say that the events of Cloverfield definitely happened during the events of 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then the end of 10 Cloverfield Lane is kind of the next step in those events. Right. but and Dancing around it without talking right, about specifics. Yeah. But, but that I, would also, like, you you can... That's, I, total, that's totally understandable, in, but at the same time, without, like, revealing anything, it's really hard to get into why... Yeah, you could totally assume that, and you might not be wrong, that might be their entire intent, but when I first, when I saw 10 Cloverfield Lane and I was looking back at Cloverfield, there's really just not a whole lot going on, and it might be because Cloverfield is a found footage documentary-esque style movie, and 10 Cloverfield Lane is like a straight up kind of thriller. Yeah. Uh, But I never really connected it, but the new one kind of pushes more of a... Paradox is, is trying to kind of <clears throat> present answers to these other movies that kind of really lobby up questions, which again is like for JJ produced flicks. This is totally part of the the rapport of these types of movies. Uh, and like we mentioned, JJ does like to do uh, some of these viral marketing techniques. He uh, he seems like someone who, even from a producer standpoint, really likes the idea of like stories exceeding their grasp and, and interacting with the audience in different ways. I'm looking at my copy of <clears throat> S, which is basically a J.J. Abrams produced book mm-hmm. that has to do with a lot of what happens in the margins in a different plane of storytelling as well as what's happening on the page. That um, book is super cool. That book is very cool. And Have you both read it? also takes forever to I've read. I've read a quarter of it. Oh. Which is like reading a lot of it's, regular books. Uh, it is fucking <clears throat> through the ice with a with a toothpick. Yeah. I was it's, always really interested in it, but it's amazing. It it's seems amazing. a little intimidating. Yeah, it's like infinite justice. It's where, it's, <clears throat> it's wildly yeah. interesting. I don't, I'm with you. I I actually fell off of it just because yeah. of how long it took it's just me very to dense. read that book yeah. because you're spending so much time like squinting in the margins. Mm-hmm. But it's super neat. But that's kind of I think that same uh, motif and vibe that he brought to something that he produced like a book. Yeah. Um, he brings to kind of Cloverfield as well. And I agree that from what I heard tangentially about 10 Cloverfield Lane and the first Cloverfield movie is that, you know, they play with the idea of them being connected much like perhaps Twilight Zone, even Black Mirror may like nudge, nudge too, but never kind of like land on, but it's much more of these like tone piece movies that all kind of can fit in the same mold. But then we get, Cloverfield Paradox, um, which we'll get into more specifics after the break because we like to keep the first half spoiler free. But uh, this is a movie that's really uh, kind of trying to give answers and connect the universe, which I don't think is ever something that Cloverfield needed. Well, and that's kind of... I would have liked more expansion on the, on the universe. That's fair. Yeah, like, uh, well, yeah. and I think that's the, what we were getting at when me and Jack started talking about the... 
the ideas of these movies being connected. Mm-hmm. Like, Ten Cloverfield Lane was the bunker or something else. It was supposed to be another movie. Yeah. Paramount came in and were like, make it a Cloverfield movie, do a couple things. Uh, uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, the movie used to be called God's Particle. Mm-hmm. And is it God it, Particle or God? Oh, particle? God Particle or God's Particle? Uh, I think it was God, God Particle would make more sense. God Particle, probably. Uh, and Paramount came in and we're like, we're going to make this Cloverfield movie, make a couple changes, and that's right. how we can sell it. And that's what ultimately led up to uh, Paramount selling it to Netflix, like very quickly for very cheap. And then yeah. Netflix going like, all right, Super Bowl ad, upload immediately, and they just dropped it yeah. and. When you finally watch the movie, you can see why Paramount did that. It was crazy. Why Paramount might have been a little jumpy about uh, spending a real marketing budget. It's pretty crazy. I mean, we all are people who have different social medias. Uh, I like to go on Twitter a lot, and that kind of helps me track hype for different things. But it was pretty crazy seeing the how compressed the rise and fall of being excited about something once oh, with yeah. people. This is like a good example. Cause it was it crazy. Was, they, nobody, a lot of people didn't even know a new Cloverfield movie was coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Super Bowl happens. And like, I, now I, everybody's watching. I've known Bowl. that like, Oh, they've got a couple Cloverfield movies in the works. I've heard of God and they're Particle thinking about before. It. Yeah, yeah. God Particle was the first one. And the other one is Overlord, which is like a world war two one that we're probably going to get. Like around October, around yeah. this year, because it's done. That's got uh, uh, Kurt Russell, Wyatt Russell oh, is in that I one. Sure, yeah, it's like but... a World War II German science movie. Uh, what monsters? But yeah, like this Ooh, movie. No... I, like, I like German occult yeah. World War II stuff. Yeah, that sounds like way better yeah. than this. Well, I think this on paper. No, this sounds great too. on paper. This, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that that's Cloverfield's the whole thing where the, it's it's like a Twilight Zone episode. You, yeah. you give me one sentence that explains what the scenario in a Twilight Zone episode is. It sounds like one of the coolest things ever. And then you got your good episodes, you got your bad episodes. Yeah, for sure. And I think with... Um... But I think God's... Uh, uh, the the Cloverfield paradox with God particle. Yeah, they were like, do a couple of this, do a couple of that. Didn't work out. No, Paramount threw it to Netflix, and then Netflix is just kind of like, well, we can't really, like Jack <clears throat> said, market this. No, what do we show of this that will get people going? So Super Bowl Sunday, I mean, seven p.m., drop it. Immediately launches up nine p.m. by nine a.m. the next day. It was just like the narrative had changed. It's a a very unique and fascinating case of tactical marketing uh, that was brilliant, I think, on the case of Netflix. And I I posed this question to you guys before, but I'll I'll say it again. How do you think, just from a number standpoint, because I don't really know, but how do you think the budget for running a one-minute spot during the Super Bowl compares from a marketing budget perspective to like other, you know, small to mid tier projects, like entire marketing budget. It has to be expensive, but I don't think it's, you know, I think that black Panthers marketing had to be way more expensive than that. Yeah. But that's fucking Marvel who makes billion dollar movies on a regular. No, but I mean like, like, but there's still like, what I mean is the advertising package that goes into any movie where you, do smaller press screenings, you get trailers out there, teaser, trailer one, trailer two, TV spot, billboards, things like that. Uh, but again, Black Panther is like one of the biggest movies sure, of this year. You, I'm talking about like smaller stuff. 
Sure. Like Cloverfield has never had the same sort of budget or marketing machine behind it that that Marvel movies do. Well, and, the, fir- and the first one kind of did. Not really, though, because, again, the, same, the first though. one was more tactical marketing. Like mm-hmm. Cloverfield has always been more like smart choices in how they're doing their their marketing on a small budget and like that's where like kind of the arg stuff around the first cloverfield movie came into play like that got word word of mouth and buzz going in a way that just running a lot of expensive tv spots would not have done for that movie and in the same way doing the one spot during the super bowl and then just cold releasing the movie two hours later i think generated a lot of press that this movie would probably would not have gotten if they just put out like a trailer mm-hmm. and then ran a bunch of like spots. Yeah. No, I agree. I do think this is the the smart way for them to release the movie. I just mean in terms of dollar amounts. I'm not sure how it would have shaken out cuz you know those cool, those uh, Super Bowl ads are millions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. That's all that's all I was trying to say. Compared to, you know, I guess the disconnect for me here is how much do like mid to small movies spend on their marketing budgets? Uh, uh, tens of millions, yeah. Tens of millions. Marketing is uh super fucking expensive. De- because uh, depends Netflix, on Netflix. What, you're, what you're trying to do. I mean, that's why something like The Witch, or uh, It Comes at Night with A twenty four, them getting A twenty four's marketability is what pushes it out there, and that's what advertises it to people in theaters that are going to see movies like The Avengers and stuff like that, and that's why. They show up and they see a movie like, uh, even even Mother is a good example because Paramount made Mother, and they advertised it. Yeah, and they advertised it with their other Paramount movies, regardless of if it was like Star Trek or an action movie or a drama yeah. movie. They showed you a Mother trailer, try and get you out to go see it, and then when you went and see it, saw it, you were like, um, yeah, that what is yeah. that? Well, Netflix bought this. Did you say this already? Netflix bought this movie for fifty million dollars. Yeah, that's pretty so cheap. They right? spent another five on the Super Bowl ad. It's not bad. Sure. Yeah, I'd say that's probably like an even number. The, yeah, their Super Bowl ad was what thirty seconds. Uh, it was mainly title cards. Was it thirty seconds or sixty? It was like thirty-one seconds or something like that. Okay, so maybe even less than five million. I mean, yeah, five million actually sounds like a nice round number. Yeah. For like thirty seconds in the Super Bowl ad. Yeah. I mean, those spots aren't easy to come by. And like we said, you know, it got... I think it's pretty... Uh, we're unsure how Netflix kind of makes their money. Because they don't really release, like, numbers of, like, what people watch. I mean, obviously they make money off subscriptions, but, like... It's, it's, it's sophisticated yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. And but there's it's, not a lot that's, like, known. They essentially just keep going under, over, under, over yeah. until the, the big play, which is... Mm. take over all of movie Everything. stuff ever. Yeah. Also, they're using your computer CPU to mine for Bitcoin. Are they doing that? No. Oh. Maybe. No. I don't fucking know. They could. Yeah, but I mean, like, I know. <laughs> a good thing to understand that even in like the lightest sense, Netflix, Redbox, and MoviePass are all very deeply connected. Yeah. And that's streaming, renting actual copies and going to the movies mm-hmm. which are pretty much the only the all, all three ways yeah to watch movies and uh they've got their hands in every pot and they've really only been around for less than 10 years right so da-na-na, so in case it's not clear 
we have almost zero interest in talking about this actual movie, but the, all the, the discussion well, around I can't this talk, movie we can't is... can't say anything about the movie without, yeah, without spoiling, spoiling anything. Yeah. With that being said... You can say what you thought. Robbie, you haven't even said what you thought of this movie. Oh, the movie sucks. Um, yeah, the movie's dog it, shit. I thought, I thought we already got to that. Fucking bad. I mean, yeah, we all kind of feel unanimously about how it's not good. It's like a literal waste of time. Oh, it's yeah. It's a waste of time. It, we've, had, we've had way more fun watching shit movies. Like, I had fun no, watching... It is... It like, is... the. Go ahead, Robbie. Sorry. I was just... You know, I, I was going to say, I had more... We had more fun watching, like, Batman vs. Superman, at least, than, like, mm-hmm. this yeah. piece of shit, you know? It's, it's a trashy sci-fi original yeah. movie that they put out, like, ten of a year. That mm-hmm. It's a slightly higher budget and more recognizable yeah. faces, but, like, it is of the same level of quality as yeah. one of those pretty it's, run-of-the-mill... It's the discussion around this movie and the discussion as Cloverfield as a franchise as a whole... That is that is the interesting part of this mm-hmm. discussion. And listen, when you come back for spoilers, we'll make that as interesting as possible because we'll be funny and have bits, we'll, we'll, make jokey jokes. I'm not gonna promise I'm gonna be funny. Well, yeah, but what about Jeremy? What what did you think? Oh shit, we totally forgot to get Jeremy's yeah, opinion. Jeremy, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Kolodziejski is also on the podcast. What did you think? Huh. Wow. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know if he had to use that kind of language, but... I mean, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean... That actually geez. makes me completely reconsider. <laughs> maybe it's, it's true. Pretty, maybe the movie it's, as a whole. Maybe it's a lot deeper. Than we were looking at it all wrong. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say all wrong. It's just more like... Maybe, maybe Jeremy brings up some interesting points. Yeah. Uh, it's a paradox almost. It's almost like a... Do you guys want to talk about spoilers, or are we going to kind of... Do you want to talk about anything else? What's going on? <laughs> Mike's got a pretty cool shirt on. <laughs> Mike Thank does you. have a cool shirt. It's the Porg uh, Star Wars shirt. Looks vintage-y. Uh, you guys are such good friends. Vintage-esque. Yeah, Isn't it's it? my Porg shirt. I'm really excited. What else, <laughs> what else is going on? It's the, uh, fir- it's the first day I've worn it. So I, I really like really this shirt. Like a, it's a baby blue. It's a it's a baby a blue, blue shirt Robin, that's uh, it's oh, presented yeah, yeah. in the way like it, it kind of has like a a seventies like color AS, scheme 70s, to it yeah. like when the original Star Wars came that out. It's shit. almost as if like if Porgs were a part of the original Star Wars when it came out in nineteen seventy seven. It's it's supposed to be I I take it as it's indicative of that. I think you're right to to say so. And you say if you watch it a few more times, it's going to get some of that old graphic tee. Yeah, I watched it just as if I watched The Last Jedi a couple more times. The movie will degrade in value to me. The more I wash this t-shirt, it will degrade in appearance and uh, thus making it look more 70s. And eventually you'll be ashamed to tell people that, yes, this is my new shirt. Yes, I like this shirt. You'll hide it, wear it on laundry day and hate that people will see it. No, uh, Porgs for life. So when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, spoilers for Cloverfield Paradox. Wing it. Give it a try. No. We don't have to use it. Just go. No. Ready? One, two. No. Three. No. Hey, guys. Jack Kolodzewski here. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, here, I got, it. I got it. I got it. I got it. We I got can't it. use this. Hey guys, Mike Burge here. Popping in real quick to just tell you a little bit no. about Time's Up. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I, no, no, guys, I got it. Bernard Gorman here, here to tell you guys about 
Um, you can't do this. <laughs> no, Stop. Not, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got. It. <clears throat> hey guys, Robbie Anderson here. Uh, just coming oh. in. To oh. <laughs> What are you really? Hey guys, here, 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 Robbie Anderson. We just watched a movie <laughs> talking about. <sighs> he doesn't let get me like tell that you. until the end of the podcast. <laughs> I get a little tired by the end of the podcast. Tell no, guys, I think you guys talk about this. You have one for me, huh? He did a me. Can you do a I me? Don't do, a you. do a me. You say the wanna... same thing every time. I did a you. I was really mean with your you. You were really. Mean. I was. Be me. Hey, Mike Burge here, popping in to say... Good, that's <laughs> really good. No, it's, hey guys, Mike Burge here, popping in real quick. It's this. He says it's, that it's every real fucking quick. time. It, it's called a... Yeah, you, dude, it's, it's my sign-on. I know. It's my... It's, it's my, it's my, it's my username and my password. Enter. It's yes. coming in. Hey guys, Mike Burge, popping in here real quick to let you know about a little thing that's happening mm-hmm. called Story Scream Presents. It's an amazing podcast that's happening on every single podcast channel you possibly have out there. You can go to iTunes. You can go to your Apple podcast station. You can go to Spotify. No, you can't because they're dicks. You can go to SoundCloud and... If you really want, you can go to storyscreenbeacon.com, our little own website where we have a bunch of our content from all of our lovely people. And on there, you have every single episode of our podcast, from episode one up to whatever episode it is that we've got right now. 88 would be this one, I think. I think this one's 88, yeah. That was really good. That was good. That was a good one. Hello, and welcome back to Hot Takes. We're talking about the Cloverfield Paradox, the movie that you just found out came out the other day. Uh, we're here now to talk about spoilers. You might have just found out it existed the other day. Yeah, that's what I said. Is that what you I said, said came out the other day. I'm saying some even people... existed. Yes, that is true. Bit of a surprise. Bit of a surprise. Um. So, Verge, what <laughs> is the Cloverfield Paradox? about well I'm <laughs> well I'm happy you asked me that Robert most people don't know that I have been spending the past uh, 14 months of my life uh, making the Cloverfield making paradox. the Cloverfield paradox oh my god I wrote it wow uh, it got shopped around for a little bit the end result ended up getting uh, rewritten and uh, chopped up uh, I was still given notes. Right. But ultimately, I have to tell you that my final vision did come to fruition. And you always intended this to be a yes. Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. It, to was, the it was my intention oh, that's to the paradox. release a movie <laughs> upon the world that would anger mm. all of those people that were happy and make happy all of those people that were angry. Well, I mean, because, you know, fuck them, right? Right. Well, yeah. I, I like creating paradoxes my my follow-up question does this movie know what a paradox is no uh if a paradox is a vaguely sciencey thing a thing then yes a word a word that scientists say when something is different from something else then yes jack uh you tell me what the plot of the cloverfield paradox is I thought you were gonna ask me to tell you what a paradox is. I don't. Well, well, I don't really know the plot of the. Okay, the plot of the 
the Cloverfield Paradox is. Um, it's a stupid name to say. I'm sorry. It's it it's basically um, not Inception. What's the other Chris Nolan? What's the space? Interstellar. Interstellar. Mm. Uh, Earth is running out of juice. No more juice. So they shoot a space station up into the space. Um, the space station is equipped with a particle accelerator. Mm-hmm. The particle accelerator is magically going to solve the world's energy crisis, which is not what particle accelerators do. Weren't they saying that they were trying to use the particle accelerator to make something that could make a purple light turn to blue light, and that's good? Something like that, right? Listen, listen. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Just so the audience knows, Jack is a scientist. I'm a biomedical and scientist. And he just stood up I and have, took off all his clothes. I just so. took off all my clothes. Oddly enough, he was wearing a lab coat under science all the normal clothes. ready to listen, Jack. Science is easier when there is no cloth disrupting, disrupting your, your skin <laughs> from, from the air. Yeah, you cloth. Start, you That's start, why you I'm, took your clothes off. Yes, uh, I get yes, it. Right. You yes. certainly yes. sound smarter yes. now that you're nude. Yes. Um, okay. So this movie seems to think that a particle accelerator can cure the energy crisis magically if you get it to work. Um, And also, they work better in space. And also, they could just, as we get a, like, YouTube scientist expositioning in the beginning of the movie, could just open up portals and send demons and, like, monsters in. Dave, Dave, Dave Lowell says that. None of these things are true at all, even close to true. Yeah. Most people are probably aware well, of the Large Hadron Collider, which we, is a... We don't know about demon portals. Most people are probably aware of the Large Hadron Collider, which okay. is a real particle accelerator that I think was uh, came online in 2010. Okay. Okay. It's in Geneva, in Switzerland. It's a 17-mile-long circumference. Jeez. So, Did you say most people know about this thing? You've never heard of the Large Hadron Collider? No. Okay. The it's Large Hadron Sweden? Collider is It's in Switzerland. Thank Geneva. you. I was double-checking you. Uh, it's 17 miles in circumference, okay. so that'd be a really fucking big thing to put up into space. That's point number one there. There's a lot of space up there. There's a lot of space, but it's yeah, really right. hard to build shit in space. Well, they launched it. It's even harder to build shit on the ground and launch it into space. Well, yeah, but when you're you're living in, like, interstellar corn world. All right, well, if we're willing to go that far, let's let's say it's willing, we're willing to to say that we do have the capability of of building a particle accelerator that's more powerful than the Large Hadron Collider in space. Tell me. The reason that the Large Hadron Collider is 17 miles long is because you basically need a big, long, okay, so what the Large Hadron Collider does is it accelerates Mm -hmm. particles, namely protons, really, really fucking fast, and then smashes them into each other. Mm -hmm. And it does that because we have a basic understanding of quantum physics, which is the way that particles... Basically, the, the things, the building blocks that make up the building blocks of life. So, right, like mm-hmm. you got atoms, you got protons, which are like smaller than atoms. Right. You've heard of electrons, neutrons. I'm familiar. Yeah, the things that have charge or don't. What are right? the differences between 
Electrons and protons. Protons are positively charged and electrons are negatively charged. Thank you. Yes. Um, so they're smashing protons into each other. And physicists have a basic idea of what makes up protons. And that's quantum mechanics, basically. There's like a bunch of smaller particles that make up protons. It gets way more complicated from there. And I am very, very uninformed in like actual quantum physics. Like I have the most rudimentary understanding of physics. Does does it but, work? Like the thing? Yeah. So I'm getting there. Okay. So the idea is that if they smash these protons together really fucking fast, they can measure through really sensitive equipment what like comes off of it. Mm-hmm. And the idea of a quote unquote god particle which is a kind of like sensationalist name of the higgs boson which is a particle that is theoretical but Mm -hmm. is theoretically a little tiny piece of a proton and it's theoretical because you know in the same way that you know einstein came up with the theory of relativity like he had this theory and he's pretty sure it works but like it's really hard to prove empirically that it works so quantum physicists have the theory that there is this particle that would make sense as a building block of a proton but they didn't really have any sort of way to empirically prove that it's there so the large hadron collider is colliding these protons really really fast measuring what spits off of them when it comes when it when it explodes and if they measure something that is just the right mass and just the right charge they can say that's probably the Higgs boson. That's probably what we thought made up these protons, thus proving our, our theory correct. And if that theory is correct, then a lot of the other theories that exist within quantum physics are also probably correct. Mm-hmm. You follow? I got you. Yeah. So the God particle is not some magic particle <clears throat> that will solve all of Earth's par- like crises and mm-hmm. invent infinite energy it's, it's the- just gonna prove that all of it's these... like a theoretical x to every equation in quantum right. physics that has already come up exactly thing and that we're you pretty sure that that yes. x is already like i forget what it, what the mass was it's like 127 like super tiny small units i forget what the unit even is but the idea is that if they can measure this and quantify it and see it empirically then that would make a lot of other quantum physics theories make sense That's right super fucking cool they yeah. did that in 2012 mm-hmm. like six years ago they they observed the first theoretic like the first so like uh, evidence like of the higgs boson because they did it in 2012 that's a reason that they couldn't have like a space station no that that's a reason why it's dumb that they have this idea that they put this space station up there looking for the god particle when like we've are like that's kind of old news well, I don't think they're – I never – I didn't – this movie is very bad – about the movie. This movie is very bad at explaining what it is all of the characters on screen are doing from any particular scene. I was getting very lost and I was paying attention. It doesn't make any sense. And there was a lot of moments where you're like, what is that person doing right now? And I don't mean in the sense of like – where are they coming from? Why are they here? And what is it they're trying to achieve? I'm like, that person just said a bunch of numbers to the other person. They said a bunch of numbers and a bunch of words back. 
And I feel like I should have heard one of those numbers or one of those words beforehand at some point in the movie to know what they're doing. Or, or like Because it seems so, like what they're doing is important and I'm going to yeah. spend the next five minutes watching like them Zeebo do it. Zebo is taking another glass folder out of one place and putting it into another while yelling at somebody. Right. Like, that's the movie. I don't right. Know. And also, not for nothing, but you had the TV pretty much at full volume. Oh, and yeah, there we were moments. There were moments where... People were saying things on screen, and I had no idea what the fuck they had just said. I don't know if they were just mumbling, it's, or no, if no, like it was their, just uh, what they were saying just got lost it's within not, a it, dimension, or what happened. But like somewhere I between the I TV and my ears, say that, it got lost. Uh, the Cloverfield Paradox is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's one of the most uninteresting movies I've ever sat through. Oh yeah, like it's boring. It's just uninteresting the whole even when you know what's going on and you're like oh this guy's losing his arm in the middle of a wall like using like these really kind of cool effects that i've never really seen before you're still just like completely uninterested because chris o'dowd's character the one with his arm in the wall is like you don't know who he is there's no reason to like him i don't care if he dies also when he loses his arm he doesn't even really seem that interested in it he's like ah Got an arm off. About it. Yeah. That's it. Burge looks on to Jack. You like that? In amazement of his Irish accent. Nods its head. That wasn't an Irish accent. That was a uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Are you doing a Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. I've never been to Shaun of the Dead. Is that in Ireland? <laughs> I love you very <laughs> much, Robbie. <laughs> Out of town, uh, uh, just <laughs> that put, was just put me out the airlock. One of the slickest little shits I've ever seen. Pulled. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I'm a mess. Oh, no, God. it's not that bad. <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little. Wow. It's a little mad. I'm just gonna drink more. Which part made you laugh? The slickest little, <laughs> slickest little shit. <laughs> Uh, no, Cloverfield Paradox is a shitty little movie, man. Um, it's really the cast is fucking awesome in this, and it's a I, great cast. It's really good cast. I also have to say, I don't know her name, but she was in um, Black Mirror in the San, the the San Junipero episode. Uh, she's, she's the main character in this. Okay. Um, I I know that her name. Her first name is G-U-G-U. And I don't know how to pronounce that, so I'm not even going to attempt. G-U-G-U. Yeah. I, 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 I'm i going to say that it's not, it's probably not Goo Goo. Probably not. It's probably not that, because you're not going to name somebody that, but. Maybe. Hu-Hu, it could be that, or Yu-Yu, it could be something like that. But she's phenomenal. In this movie, because in all of the scenes That's where generous. <laughs> the all throughout the entire movie, every single character in this from Daniel Brühl, who is a very good actor in right. all the movies he's been in. Chris O'Dowd, who's a phenomenal supporting comedic actor. Right. All, of, all of these people in there. Zia Ziang, she's in there, too, from of Crouching Tiger, Hidden. Oh, oh no, no. Of Rush Hour Two fame, excuse me. Oh, right. uh, she's she she like they they they're fine in it, but 
Towards the end, our main actress gets a moment where she's like staring directly into the camera, mm-hmm. and she's crying, pleading for this feeling, mm-hmm. this idea that we have we're supposed to have had throughout the whole movie, yeah. which the movie has been very bad in presenting to us. And I honestly felt like in that minute and ten seconds where she's given no edits. No sound design, no nothing. And it's just the actress looking at the camera, explaining how desperate she is about what she wants. Yeah. I got it in that minute and 10 seconds from her. But at that point... She wants this, she wants that. I get it. But at that point, it doesn't save anything. But I still think that the actress was very good in that performance. And everything else, her performance was lost to the big victim of... The big villain of this movie, which is the editing. The editing in this movie is fucking... It's wild. Ew. It's, it's wild. sick. Yeah. Jack, what were you going to say before? I don't know. <laughs> um, the editing in this movie is all over the place. Um, even if you don't have, like, maybe some of, like, the basic understanding of some of us who have, you know, done some film school editing stuff and those of us who just watch movies and are smart, um, this movie, the editing is confusing no matter what background you come from. It doesn't make any sense. Shots don't lead into each other into each other properly to the point where we're almost just like are these characters like related like are you did you do we this did have on that purpose? thought like is this an on purpose thing and it wasn't um there are times where there are fight scenes and you know when you're editing in the fight scene and you're switching shots like you're kind of supposed to follow the action in one direction mm-hmm. and literally like it looks like the camera's on the floor on the ceiling and in the corner and doing all this weird it, stuff it just seems... i've seen batman fights better than this oh boy that's a low bar it you're seems... welcome <laughs> it uh it just seems confused about what it wants to be because it's trying to be like part kind of heady sci-fi with the whole right. particle accelerator bull- bullshit and then part like kind of schlocky like horror space horror like event horizon kind of it's very event horizon which if you haven't you i know you haven't seen i'm looking at you robbie you haven't seen event horizon you You should oh you haven't seen event dude you should wait jack you've seen event horizon of course oh my enemy at the gates motherfucker event horizon is so much fun dude you would love life you'd love life it's Dead Space the movie. I've seen Enemy at the Gates. Also. Well, Dead Space rips Event Horizon off. That's what just, he's getting. I just at. wanted to be clear. I've seen Enemy at the Gates. Yeah. Vizili- yeah no, no, you have. Yeah. Vasily Zegsev. Yeah. yeah, but you haven't Thank seen you. Um, Event life. Horizon. Let's not. We're not even going into it. A lot. Event Horizon is really fucking cool. And it's it that movie I feel like has a more consistent vision of what it wants to do with its space alternate dimension. I'd Hell, say we've we've used technology to to fucking open up a can of worms, and now we're paying the price. That uh, Cloverfield Paradox trailer that they showed during the Super Bowl, like with the arm moving and everybody being like, ugh, ugh, "What do I do?" Uh, and even the people that were impressed by the cast, because they're like, "Oh, some good actors in that." Mm-hmm. If you watch Cloverfield Paradox and you didn't like it. And you've never seen Event Horizon. Check that one out. Guess what? Yeah, fuck you. That's rules. the movie that you thought Cloverfield Paradox yeah. is going to be, and it's got, it's got your boy Sam Neill from <laughs> Jurassic Park. It's got your boy. It's Lawrence. got your boy Lori Fishburne sitting in there kicking some ass. Ace. There's yeah. also like another random person in that movie that's like pretty popular now. Mm. It's um, to go. I'm not going to do it. It's not coming to me, but it's cool. But Event Horizon is a slide 
what was it? Slab right into your shit. <laughs> you no, slick you, little you shit. Slick, slick, slick little shit. shit. <laughs> well, not slick little shit, but Event Horizon will slide right into your shit if oh, your no. shit is that Cloverfield Paradox teaser from the Super Bowl. I don't know where did I suck that poop. Why did the arm act on its own? It was, from, it was from, from, from the, the Chris dimension. O'Dowd from the other dimension. Yeah. Don't look at me like that. I didn't that's fucking it write is. it. That's what they're that's doing. What, that's what's happening. And the arm, which it has doesn't some make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's warning them. And but the arm knows that the thing is in the. the thing get in the Russian guy? Don't look at me because like that. When they when they smash dimensions like two protons, they mixed. And it makes a paradox where it doesn't make any sense. Well, it that's doesn't why like the deliver on any shit. of that shit or go anywhere with any of that shit. Remember Other when I said like that a... I wrote the movie? Before? Yeah, I was joking. I didn't uh, actually do that. I want answers. I don't know. And I, I try. The person to, that wrote the movie doesn't know. I try not to do the reductive thing of like, oh, why this, this, and that. But yeah. this really, like, none of these. No, there's a lot of questions. It's crazy because the movie is trying to explain the plot to you the entire the entire time. Time the entire time. You think that at least you would you know what, what was going on and what was going on would be un- uninteresting. Right. This movie is a is a paradox in that way <laughs> where it's uninteresting, <laughs> but you yes. but you don't know what to be uninterested in. Like yeah. it's just they're constantly telling you things. And you're like, oh, that would be cool in a movie. You know, actually, but you don't have a movie to like put that thing yeah. in. As dumb of a name as the Cloverfield Paradox is, it this movie really is a fucking paradox of a movie. Like it does not make any sense whatsoever. Is and that then, what a paradox is? Yes. And then all of the kind of like <laughs> Cloverfieldy things, namely like the the female leads uh, husband on the ground in her dimension, which like you kind of thought might have been all post. Uh, Paramount by yeah, that lo- that looks like the stuff that's pretty yeah I mean, thrown seen, in there to be like, like eh. um, the Paranormal Activity was like a to- not a totally different movie, but once it was picked up by Spielberg and they changed the ending of it, right? The first uh, Paranormal Activity. What? To my knowledge, when what they were, the fuck are you talking about? When they were first showing Paranormal Activity, like they were like doing that Sundance and things like that, it got bought by a major um, production company and they changed the ending. What? And then they distributed it like worldwide. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, the original hold on, uh, the original Paranormal Activity movie screened at a couple places, and then it got it got picked up. Yeah. Um, by a studio, and they threw it out there, kind of in the same way, like The Witch, and it comes at night, and A twenty four films are like that. Mm-hmm. They they picked a small movie, and they threw it out there. Um, and they did change the ending, but I don't think that they changed the ending. I don't think they're the ones that changed the ending, but yes. What what were you getting at with that? Just that we've seen, you know, uh, maybe like smaller movies get picked up and then changed to be soft around to be more marketable yes right that is what and more satisfactory so it's right. not like maybe the first well that's i think what, they only changed what, the ending of the first paranormal activity because they realized like we are gonna make eight more of these films. well i mean that's still the same well thing. i i don't even remember what the original ending is i mean i don't know either i know what the it, new one is the, the new I, I don't understand the difference that they could possibly uh, make in that hmm 
Oh, it's yes. I yeah. It's uh, someone else dies. Are we? No, no. It's are we spoiling paranormal like no, right now or something? Like, let's move. Yeah, that's away. what I mean. It's there's <clears throat> an aggressive change where it makes it a little bit weirder, Secretly. so that you wouldn't want to make a sequel where the other one you could make a sequel and you could be like it's kind of the same thing because the that's right the original ending of paranormal activity makes it pretty fucking out there yeah whereas the the original ending is more like as that's ghost i brought up a weird tangent i'm sorry that's funny i mean that's uh (laughs) i like that what else would you like to talk about cloverfield paradox no what else is going on What's going on? Uh, the Venom oh, trailer, not too good, huh? Uh, no, that Venom trailer sucks. I st- actually still haven't watched it. It doesn't even it? suck. It's just, it's Cloverfield Paradox. It's uninteresting. <laughs> it's There's uninteresting. nothing going on it's in literally it. Literally all these shots I don't care. At least the Venom trailer had the fucking decency to be less than two minutes long. Yeah, it was that nice to us. The Cloverfield Paradox is how it must fucking feel to be involved in consensual foreplay with someone who's just not getting there. You're waiting for them to make the right move, and you've been grinding and dry humping on the couch for an hour and a half. How much longer can this person keep this up before finally making the move and going for it? But they won't. I hate this. But they won't. Or they're just not, you know, they're too timid. Is is that what it is? The Cloverfield Paradox is just too timid? I don't know about that. I do think the movie movie doesn't have any confidence in itself because that's why they're trying to explain so many things to you. And also, like, you guys remember the intro of that movie where they're, like, (laughs) bouncing around between, like, title card and, like, people talking on the bridge and then people yelling about a thing. It's just like... Oh, yeah, that that obvious post-production title card. all the B-roll and just spliced it together <laughs> in the middle. Oh, like, like they cut through an actual half an hour of a movie yeah. to get to the point that's interesting it's to them? Crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. It's crazy. I, I don't know. I watched My Friend Dahmer last night. That movie was good. That movie was really good. Actually. This movie invites you to Netflix and chill but never gets to the chill. No. You love you go home. You go home unsatisfied. That's yeah, sure. you just Netflix and then it's like, Happy now, bitch. And then you leave. And <laughs> it's like, that's what it said to me when I, when okay, I was done. This is what you wanted. I'm gonna have to you go like home that, and, bitch? I'm going to have to go home and watch an, Amer- an episode of American Vandal just to get my satisfaction for the <laughs> night. Because that left me wholly unsatisfied. American Vandal's good. Um, I really like 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, me too. That was a lot of fun. And and the first Cloverfield, we said we it's, liked it's that. Good. Yeah, it's a great movie. I liked... I, uh, Chris O'Dowd is cool. He's he's a funny guy. He's in a bunch of stuff. You said, you, did you ever figure out what, no. what you... <laughs> My dreams, I guess. I'm not really sure. Right. Dream of him. Um, yeah, I'm not sure where right, I... Right. It looked pretty fucking cool. Like, the sets oh, and stuff no, like that. I like, it looked like shit. Really? It pretty, like, it, like no, how much it money like did shit, they spend on this? It didn't look like shit. It, like it just looked like generic spaceship, yeah. which yeah, is like... It was cheap to make it back in the 80s, so guess what? It's cheap to make We're it now. It now. Um, I don't know we're talking about this movie. I want to talk about other stuff real quick. Uh, everyone, anyone watching anything new that they're into? I just saw The Cloverfield Paradox. <laughs> that Netflix movie that you saw when you watched Super Bowl. <laughs> the whole thing. Right I watched there. the whole fucking thing. Right there. Uh, Jackie, watching anything? No. My friend Dahmer, I'll tell you, I watched it last night. It's on Amazon. It's so good. It's so good. 
Everyone needs to watch I, that movie. That's the, the one. That's one of the ones that got away from Same. me. Yeah, I, think it I would like. To, I would like to. Watch. Oh. I would have preferred to watch that movie tonight. In fact, <laughs> I'd watch it again. It was good. Uh, me and D watched um, uh, Wonderstruck. Oh, I haven't seen that. That came out this past year. It came out last year. It was one of the ones that got away from us. Uh, with a kid in a helmet. Uh, no, that's uh, that's. No, that's yeah. Wonder. Or... You're kidding. These yeah, no, movies? it is. It's called Wonder. <laughs> it's called Wonder. Yeah. No, Wonderstruck is uh and then there was another one called like Wonder Wheel. That was the Woody Allen movie with Justin Timberlake. Ooh. I was getting very confused last year. That is confusing. But so, Wonderstruck was the one of those three that I really wanted to see. Was it good? Uh it's very good. It's a very fun movie. What's the like basic premise of it? Uh a kid back in uh the mid nineteen seventies, uh his mom passes away and he's in an accident where he loses his hearing and he runs away to New York city to try and track down his father who he's never met and knows nothing about. And at the same time, we are given a story that takes place back in the late thirties, early forties of a young girl who was born deaf and is uh, takes a, a boat, a ferry from New Jersey to New York um, to try and track down a movie star that she is obsessed with. And we find out that her story is actually more than that, as we do The Young Boys is more than that. And it's filled with great performances. Uh, Tom Noonan, Julianne Moore are in it. It's really good. It, I mean, it, I like me some Tom. Yeah. yeah, he's he's fantastic in a, in a very sweetheart role, like yeah. the kind of role that you dream Tom Noonan is just like cast for, even though he looks like a to- he grew a beard. So I now like, I especially like Tom Noonan with a beard. With a beard mm-hmm. in his older age, he oh, yeah. no longer looks insanely creepy. He looks like very inviting, mm-hmm. and so I I feel like we're gonna get more bearded Tom Noonan. Give me more Tom in, Tom in sweet roles. So who's Tom Noonan? Um. Yeah. What, what do we got here? Uh, do you see Anomalisa? Nope. Okay. Um, yeah, but Anon- Anomalisa is also... He's the voice. Also, yeah, but uh, it's, did you see it's uh, also New York? No. Come on. Have you seen... Ooh, Last Action Killer. Uh, Last Action Hero. Oh. Have you seen... Jesus Christ. House Who are we doing this with right now? I know. Like, that's I tried to say that at the, at the beginning. Tom Noonan movie that Robbie own. has seen. I'll figure it out on my own. Sorry. House of the Devil now? Um, House of Devil's a good one, but he hasn't. Um, Hell on Wheels. Yeah. Any Hell on Wheels. The show Hell on Wheels? Yeah. Have you watched that? Yeah. Is it good? Uh, I've always wanted to watch yeah, it. Neat. It looks yeah, really yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, don't, I haven't finished it. I think there's like two seasons that I haven't would seen. Would you recommend I would say, it? Check from out what the first season or two. Okay. I, I saw like the first probably three or four seasons. I really want to watch that. It's watch got it. a... Yeah, watch it. It's got Commons in it, right? Commons is in it. And the main dude is the He's older brother from like a home invasion horror movie from uh, All the Girls Love Mandy Lane. Oh, uh, okay. He's in that. Did yeah. you see that? No. That's goddamn good. It's movie. also got the guy from Star Trek. Um, Alec Guinness? No. James Earl Jones? No. Mark Hamill? No. Harrison Ford? He's in Star Trek. <laughs> what a story, man! What a story! Uh, no, he's it's good radio. I think he's from. He's like a chubbier guy with curly hair. Um, from Star Wars, Star Trek, from Star Trek. 
That's what I said, Star Trek. No, you said Star Wars. I did not say Star Wars. You said Star Trek. Well, I heard Star Wars. Shut up, Robbie. You haven't even seen any of these things. I've seen a Star Wars. He's seen Star Wars. (laughs) And he knows the difference between Trek and Wars and how it sounds to your ears. Uh, Well, yeah, I can can listen. Are we done? I'm a good listener. Uh, Yeah, we're done. Tom Noonan. (laughs) Let's play... It's this is like we're not, we're this not. is like thirty degrees to Kevin Bacon or whatever. Robbie needs thirty degrees to what a movie that Robbie has seen. <laughs> Pick an actor and see how long it takes to for you to name a movie that Robbie has seen. That oh, actor Robocop two. You haven't seen Robocop two. Look no, at you. Not. Look that. at you. You, you, you haven't seen Robocop two. Please, Kane. Robo-Cop. That was my big one. I was like, there's one movie that he's in where he's like the main bad guy, and it's a super shitty, awesome action movie that everybody has seen. Not me. Robbie hasn't fucking seen Robocop. You want to do... It's been about a year since you did you Robocop. Wanna Robocop you want to do Robocop 2? Yes. Look at me. I do. Look at me. I do. I, Robocop 2? Yeah, 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 Robocop 2? I'm game. That means we have to do eventually... Podcast high five. Done. All right. We have to do the new one at some point then. That guy. That's Cole Meany. Yes. Yeah, he's from Star Trek The Next Generation yes. and Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That's uh-huh. Cole Meany. Yeah. Chubby guy with curly hair. Officer That's what O'Brien. I said. Hmm. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this He's episode. He's not in Star Wars. That might have been about the Cloverfield Paradox. Kind of. That's what the movie's called, right? You say it so much, it sounds The wrong. Cloverfield Paradox is a really... Say it out loud. The Cloverfield Paradox. <laughs> the Cloverfield Paradox. Sucks. Say that, Jack. No. Say it. Say it. The Cloverfield Paradox. What a weird name for a movie. It's not a good mouth Now, on that one. Cloverfield, simple, good. 10 Cloverfield Lane, very phonetically pleasing. Mm. The Cloverfield Paradox. Ugh. Also, when you see the intro of the movie, it was like the paradox, and then it just smushed Cloverfield. No, 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 it was, it was the worst. It was, like no, the no, movie. it was the opposite. It said Cloverfield. Oh, then it said the And you're like, paradox. oh, the name of the movie is Cloverfield, because it waits like a solid six seconds yeah. before it just, <laughs> like, Premiere Pro fades in. <laughs> the <sighs> It is emblematic of this movie. Mm-hmm. I want Paramount or Netflix, whoever owns the rights to the original footage, to send me all of their footage. I'll cut them a better movie for free. Yeah, it'd be nice of you. You're a good editor. I could cut a better movie than that. I'm oh, not okay. a good editor. I'm, I'm, I'm just fine. Sure. I'm just kidding. You can be like that. That's but fine. for the love of God. Yeah. It's crazy. Take out David O'Dowd. Don't need him. <laughs> if you're not going to, if you're going to have David O'Dowd in your movies, have him do like stand up. Every like I mean, fifteen minutes did. for thirty he only seconds. Said holy fucking gags. Yeah. That's all he did. Will it grow back? Kinda. It'll show up. Does that mean that Will it grow a, back? What I got confused was <laughs> was is there a dimension where he's one armed? Yeah, mm. that one. No, 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 no. Well, you know, you see what I'm saying? No, it. it for, first that. off, it doesn't make any sense. So don't try and think about it's, that. We've but already been over this. It doesn't he was fixing the sense. wall yeah. that he sealed up that was obviously some kind of a uh, hot spot okay. for the two dimensions being together because that's the same wall that the What's girl was like. Ah. That scene was Which cool. cool. Can we talk about really that cool. scene? That, that scene, scene was, was actually really kind of cool. cool. It was cool. Was cool. Even when that scene happened and we were like, I don't understand what's happening, and this is taking too long. 
we were still like, the idea of that is cool. It's kind of cool. It's cool. Yeah, I like, listen. Sort of Legion-esque. Yeah, like two yeah. realities yeah. like bleeding in, so you get like a weird like Well, just one. getting someone stuck in a wall. Oh, that too. Mm. Well, yeah. But the, the, he, they. The two I don't know their pronouns. We. <laughs> I'm not going to assume. The earth is gone. No, no, it's, it's just it's just on it's the just, other side of the it's sun. It's on the other side of the sun, and scientists so in the movie. space station <laughs> can't figure out until a hand tells them to grab a plasma thing out of a dead Russian that got killed because the worms got in them, that they're upside down, so they have to flip, and once they flip, what does being upside down have to do when you're in space you're never upside down there jack there is no jack. upside down in space thank you very much jack all right I, you're right okay um, selma is a great movie uh-huh. <laughs> do you is in that the thing the only cloverfield thing i feel like they added in was the monster at the end of the movie yeah he just kind of pops and he's up just like, he's just no, like, and all the stuff with the husband all the stuff with the husband the husband's story is like I'm in love with you main character girl I'm on the planet and here's the, a girl Molly Boy, with me I do me. sure hope that you make it back my love interest I love you you need to come back to my man I, I, I can't contact the girl that I'm in love with up there don't worry girl we'll be fine we're in a thing now girl be careful I'm gonna call your parents She's fine. So we're okay. so happy. <laughs> Don't let them come back. Like that's all reshot to be a Cloverfield thing, so they can just have the thing crashing down, and then there's just like a a monster that's not the Cloverfield monster. That is the Cloverfield monster. That's not the Cloverfield. Monster. That is the Cloverfield monster. That's not the. Why is it not the Cloverfield monster? monster? Because it didn't have the words Cloverfield tattooed on the side of its head. Like the Cloverfield monster got at the end of the original Cloverfield. I, do, I did forget about. Oh, that he scene. got the tribal. Yeah, he yeah. got tattooed by the military. Held him down, and they were like, "We're gonna make sure that we can tell the difference between you and all the other monsters." Mm. And they tattooed Cloverfield, and they were like, "What do you mean, other monsters?" And the guy looked up, and Lawrence Fishburne walked out, and he had glasses on, and he was like, "There's more than one of them." That was the end of the first Cloverfield movie. Talking about Kong, he's a little confused. Oh, you're right. Yeah, <clears throat> that rampage um, will be good. <laughs> All I don't right. care. Thank you guys uh, so much for listening. This is not the only story screen podcast. There are many more that you can find on SoundCloud. StoryScreenBeacon.com, iTunes, all places you can find podcasts, except for Spotify. We're working on it. But like, if that's the only place to listen to podcasts on, like that's kind of dude. Weird. Giant bomb just got on Spotify. They just like, got on this week, yeah, so, so we, we don't some... have a fucking snowball's chance in hell getting on there anytime soon. But look out for it. Maybe maybe one we day. Could say we'll see. Maybe if we keep talking shit about Spotify, they'll yeah, let us on their network. I was gonna say not with that attitude. <laughs> um. So yeah, thank you so I much for listening. I'm a I'm a customer. Um. You can go on storyscreenbeacon.com and buy a fucking t-shirt if you want. Also on that website, there's... That's how he sells your t-shirts. <laughs> that's that's how he's selling the shirts. You just buy a fucking t-shirt. Uh, it's working. So just people buy them. Do you want to do talk a good bad, cop, bad cop? Bad, Please buy a t-shirt. How do you do it? How do you do can it? You just fucking boys. We're coming out with stickers and, and pins, so buy those, you worthless 
fucks. Like that, whoa, that's, whoa, it's, that's a little harsher. Than oh shit. Okay. I try to keep it comedic, soft, but still a little light. Okay. Sell, sell, sell our stickers and pins because those are coming out. We're having stickers and pins, and they're fucking cool. If you don't fucking want them, then who else is gonna buy oh them? Can my. you just fucking do it, please? Thank you. That sounds that good. sounds pretty good, yeah, right? That sounds alright. Yeah. Uh, we do appreciate you for listening and for you absorbing all of our content. You can find articles and more on the website. Um, if you want to talk to us. You can find us on the various social medias. What's that Instagram again? Story, Story underscore screen, screen underscore beacon. beacon. And Facebook. Um, <laughs> you can find us at those places too. All right. I'm Robert Anderson. Again, joined by Mike Burge, Jack Holajewski. We're leaving you. We're going to come back with, I hope to fucking God we see a better movie soon. Because we watched Watchmen this week. And uh, then this movie. And I feel weird. Guess what comes out next week? Is it that Black Panther swag? It's that movie, right? Yeah. That's going to be good. So we're, com- we're going to give you some takes on that for sure. We've gone too, we've gone too far. All right. You guys Has science are, gone you, too far? I'm sorry. I'm just smiling because you guys are like super excited right there. I'm, I'm excited very, to be done. I'm very excited for Black Panther. With this. And, and also to see Blank, Black Panther. Oh, also that Kendrick Lamar album drops in 10 minutes. I think I about that in my sound. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. What are you uh, vaping in here? Yeah, it's a uh, lavender oil. Mm-hmm. I've been sponsored by De La Cruz for quite some time now. I have their whole kit of different oils. They smell great. Um, if you use the offer code OIL. <laughs> Capital? Lowercase? <laughs> all, all lowercase. It doesn't matter. The I is a one. I'm sorry. The I is also a one.